What's up, everybody? Welcome to the brand new Team Ramos podcast, bringing you the news for all your nerdy needs. Follow us on our new Twitter at Real Team Ramos and on our Twitch, The Real Team Ramos. Today, we're going to be talking about Mono Horizons 2 spoilers, video game news, and we're brought to you by the founders of Team Ramos. We are Steven Ramos, the Tyranno Ramos Rex. We have Gilbert Ramos, the evil monkey. And then we have Jared, sort of Ramos, the big lightning rod. <laughs> sort of Ramos, that hurts my feelings, man. Yeah, well, well I, I, I guess impersonated you're, you're Ramos in my through a whole tournament. That is not yeah. fair. <laughs> yeah, we want to go over that one real quick about how, how you actually became uh, uh, a, oh, a well, fellow Ramos. Yeah, so what was it? It was gp or like magic fest i think there was still gp at the time it was stockton or no sac sacramento yeah and we and i had bought tickets no wait no i didn't buy the sealed event stuff i think you guys bought sealed event packages so you had tickets to do sealed events and i think i don't know i don't think i bought any event you stuff. you had um or did I think I have you modern? had you bought I think like you had tickets. modern because you had your um that really annoying deck. What was yeah, I had Lantern Control at the time. Lantern Control. And um, so I was doing that, and then you guys were doing sealed events because I know Gilbert had studied up and was, like, ready for this. So he was like, I'm fucking destroyed. And so Steven and Gilbert both did sealed events together because I think it was, like, the ticket ratio was really good for team events, I think is what we discovered well, after, like... Well, well, we discovered and they ended up changing it later. But what... <clears throat> and I think they changed it because people figured this out was i don't exactly remember what it was but it was basically like you if you did the double up events and you use all of your tickets just on the double up events like the amount of tickets that you can get compared to how much you were spending on the tickets was like out outrageous yeah it was like ridiculous you so could you win like doing... six boxes or something crazy we ended That's up winning that... like four or five boxes i think that, that whole event yeah because you guys because we we i remember we specifically planned on not waking up early until we figured out the double up thing and then it was like the double of events were like first so yeah. you guys like rushed out of the hotel each morning well they gave to... you they gave you six tickets right and so yeah. what we planned on doing was doing all of the double up events we could and there was two per day that we could we basically could schedule in and so what we did was um each day we did a uh, two-headed giant double up event and so the first day me and steven did two-headed giant sealed and then i believe steven and i did another two-headed giant sealed <clears throat> but i believe for the last day um there was some sort of scheduling conflict with something steven wanted to do but i still wanted to get that last two-headed giant sealed uh ticket use but the ticket said steven ramos on it and my ticket said gilbert ramos on it and so i'm like jared just you'll just use the ticket and you'll be you'll be steven, be steven. Ramos. Yeah, yeah you'll be steven ramos and we'll just play in this event um so that's how jared became steven ramos for the day and that's how the team ramos was born was because jared's now a ramos because he yeah. used that ticket all day yeah. you know, and i think my the, favorite the, part the was funniest thing the yeah. funniest thing about it was the dude's reaction when he was like because <laughs> because we put the name team ramos like on the like that was the team name that you guys no used. no 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 it's it just said ramos ramos 
Okay. We we didn't pick names. Yeah, it just said Ramos Ramos. Okay. Cuz I... so yeah, <laughs> yeah, so we with the first day we did I can't remember how we did, but um I think we went 3-0 um on the very first day. The second day we went 2-1 and one, and the last guys that we played were really cool. They're really cool dudes. Um Steven and I played these two guys and they were like I think they had been drinking a little bit, you know, while they were playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cuz they definitely seemed a little tipsy. But um we played those guys and we ended up losing to them, but they're super cool. So it was like, you know, good. good yeah, there wasn't guys. any hard feelings on yeah. that. Yeah, and then the third day, uh, we did another two at a giant double up event, and this is the one where Jared was using the ticket. And lo and behold, and this is not this is no joke. We played the same exact two guys in the in the final round. Two zero, yeah. We were both we were both yeah two zero, and in both days, you guys were two zero yeah. lost to them, and then me and Gilbert were two zero, and we beat them. And we ended up beating them. Yeah. And it was just funny because they were like, we thought it was you, but that's not this the same different. guy. <laughs> <Yeah. It's> different. <laughs> so it was just funny. Like that, that's how we ended up yeah. becoming and Team Ramos. The funny thing was like one of the other things that the dude who, when we were there, because they call out your names and it was like, oh, Ramos and Ramos. And then Gilbert was like, yeah, right here. And I was like, yeah, right here. And the guy kind of went. All right. Uh. It's, it's like, it's like, like you can tell he kind of wanted to like, are you really? But I mean, I, he really they, like, they don't care. Nobody cares, you know. And yeah, it was funny because for, if for he would have saw audio listeners, yeah, if he would have saw Steven, if yeah, for our audio listeners, I'm extremely white, like very very <laughs> white, with like a, like my beard is like red, you know, and it's like very like it's very clearly like uh, the odds of me being a Ramos are slim, you know, even though there are definitely white people with the name ramos but it's just like it's like oh are you really are you really? It's like are you really and uh i think it was funny because we had a friend who was judging the event well not that not that event but was judging at the event and um came by and even made a like made a comment on like oh why does it say ramos ramos <laughs> and we were just like i was like oh because my name is ramos and he's just like Oh right, 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 and he just like walked up, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the one where I lost my my sixteen hundred dollar lantern jacket almost uh almost killed me almost killed <laughs> yeah me. even though it wasn't a rampage almost your, happened it, it wasn't I, Gilbert's fault I, I literally <laughs> I literally lost an event because I was terrified Jared was gonna kill me and that's all I could think about <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like yeah that was that was not good because I was gonna I was I was gonna start pressing well, everybody in that building if i but, had to. But, but what we found by, by open your bag he's like standing at the bags. door <laughs> block all these doors yeah. shut this place down. down yeah and then yeah somebody was like oh go check lost and found i was like there's no way it's in lost and found but luckily because i had good karma built up turning in Dude, someone else's stuff there's standard the i've i had left my deck I, I i can't remember what turn i think it was oakland I left my deck at the table at oh, least your mono three, black one. Yeah. at least three times, and it was literally with the judges every single time. So there's some yep. pretty standard people in the community. Yeah. That that is great. That's it. Like so, if you if you find stuff at a tournament, turn it in. Don't be that guy because yeah, it will be one day guy. be you. Yeah. Because yeah. I like earlier in that tournament, it was actually it's funny because it was right before I noticed my deck was gone because you came by to my to me playing a modern event, and were like, oh, I'm looking for. Oh no, I was playing a standard event. I got yeah. the standard bundle. That was right because I was playing that walking ballista um snake combo deck that had yeah, like the, yeah. the, 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 the counters. Yeah. 
and you came by to get something from me because it was in my bag because you never carried your own bag. I was your pack mule and um, or your camel, uh, if you will. And uh, Gilbert <laughs> took my bag that was sitting to my right on the floor and put it behind me to get something out of my bag. So I thought somebody had come by to, and got my deck and that's how I lost it. But somebody that I was playing against left their binder on the table and it had some stuff in it, man. It had like a foil scolding tarn. It had, you know, it had a, there was a Jace the Mind Sculptor in there. There was like, it was like one of those things where you're like, ah, no, you, no, you're not, you're not that guy, Jared. You're not doing that. And so I went and, tur- I went and turned it in. And actually when I turned it in, I gave it to our friend who was a judge and I turned it into him. And he was like, okay, I'll go take it up. And he took it up. And then the dude came back like 20 minutes later. was like, did I leave something here? I was like, oh, dude, yeah, the judges have it. Go, go, go with the judges. They have it. And so he got his stuff back. And then luckily, like one of our, one of our other friends was working the lost and found table. And I walked up and was like, dude, I lost my deck. Like, do you have it? And he's like, oh, we have a deck back here. He's like, what kind of box was it in? And I was like, are you fucking, if you don't give me my deck right now. <laughs> and he was like, well, he's like, he's like, oh, and he like opens up because it was in a channel fireball box and he opened yeah. it up and he's like, he's like, oh, what was in the sideboard? I was like, I will jump over this table and I will strangle you. <laughs> and so I got it back. Yeah. My $1,600 deck at the time. So like, yeah. so yeah, but that, yeah. So that was an eventful, that was an eventful tournament for us. That was a, that was a fun one. That was downtown yeah. sack. So if you guys, yeah, ever, that was actually my first yeah. one. Yeah. If anybody ever goes to a, if anybody's in California and you want to go to a GP and they have it in sack, go to the sack one. That was really good. That, so like, that's that what started my one. upping in commander. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I went and played Kalia over there and got like, got smashed (laughs) (laughs) because you said because you're because i remember i think i remember telling you i was like oh like you play a really powerful commander and you made the comment of like oh but it's not powerful like i don't play it (laughs) powerfully i play it like kind of funly i was like steven they're not gonna they're not gonna take that chance (laughs) 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 and they did he was like he came back i was like oh how'd you do he's like call you didn't hit the board for more than like like half a turn. turn yeah, there I was I, for turn. one turn I did play it and then instantly murdered one person out of spite. Yeah, yeah. And that was it. <laughs> that was it, right? I got to do nothing for like turns and then I went like, oh well, I guess whatever now. I can Tunk. kill one person. I'm killing Dead. this one person. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and then and then uh shortly after that we got the that was when we prompted Kermit, and that was from the spore frog from yeah. my spore frog in my commander deck. That was where we got that. Because it was just constantly stopping. Because who did it? It stopped. I think you actually from winning. Like yeah, because the at whole... the time I, I was it was either Kalia or I would do a lot of the the Catmander deck. Yeah, I would, I would do Miri with the light duelist. You know, just do a bunch of cat tokens and swing in. It was eventually I was just sitting there. I was like, I can't swing in. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, I guess yeah, I, like, I just can't, sit here I and wait. And I was like, oh, you can't kill me because yeah. like, I will I will stop this every turn like this one. yeah <laughs> and it was like I'm still gonna attack every single turn I'll, yeah, I'll make I, you sack it yeah and the joke was it was like Kermit sitting there sipping his tea just like yep you ain't doing anything here yeah it's yeah like, just Yay! move on just move on and then yep and we got it got an altar got I got an altar made with Kermit and then that's then Gilbert got his Kermit altar which was on his uh is a uh, Ramos dragon engine commander deck which was we like made the joke that somebody had to make the Ramos Dragon Engine deck because it's got the team name. We have to, yeah, have to hashtag do it. Team Ramos. Yep, hashtag Team Ramos. And we got and so that was so that was fun. I, I that was one of the funnest tournaments I think I've been to. Oakland was pretty fun. That was that was when Gilbert lost his deck repeatedly. But uh <laughs> I had I had friends let me down. They were supposed to come with uh copies of uh Jace Rin's Prodigy because it was 
a standard event and I needed Jace for Inns Prodigy and two friends let me down and didn't bring their Jace's for Inns Prodigy for me to use. And I, the reason I did bad in that tournament is no other reason than I did not have those two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's why. <laughs> that, that's it. Cool. That's the only reason. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Apex Legends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of teams, you know, one of the best team games around that we actually uh, play a bit in Team Ramos is uh, Apex Legends. By a bit, we mean a little, like a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, <laughs> that's tiny. not an like, exaggeration. We, 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 we got a taste of three v three like one day, and we're like, we could do this. We could do this. This is fun. Let's never do it again. It was just yeah. Gilbert yelling at us. Did, or, <laughs> it was like Gilbert yelling at me, just like, Jared, you're not Dude, where you I, need to be. Just every round, I'm like, hey, I went like net neutral. <laughs> so so Apex, um, at the beginning of the month, they introduced the 3v3 arena mode. And it's been really fun. If you have, If you had a team of three with you, the game is super fun. You play against other teams of three. And like I said, yeah, don't randos it for sure. It's more fast paced. And the reason you don't rando it is because every single game, almost like I would say about 95% of the games that I've played with random people, one of the people quit or both of the people quit. And it was getting like really obnoxious because you just, you can't play that game solo queue. In this last update, they added a penalty for leaving. So they've always had a penalty for leaving in the other modes to where if you just leave the game early, um, you had to wait 10 minutes before you can get into another game, which is pretty pretty extensive. And so they added that to Arena. So now I'm assuming that solo queues aren't going to be as bad. Uh, so what's the penalty? Like just like a uh, a um, like a 30 minute ban or like something like that? Like, was that what they're planning on doing? Or like a, a I haven't experienced ban? it. I'm assuming it's going to be the same as the other one, um, where it's a 10 minute. 10 minute ban from being able to join another game and it's joining any game so i couldn't even go to the firing squad when i was on my ban oh wow okay that's pretty that's pretty good because that's uh siege does something similar if you abandon like a ranked or unranked yeah, match yeah you get like a 30 minute siege, ban. siege gets real toxic with oh like, yeah regular, yeah like just how many people leave there you go that's what we need to get gilbert on to siege oh, oh yeah that was the, that was fun the last time i got gilbert to play siege he did he would not lean one, I don't lean, and two, I always use the wrong weapons. And people, it, it's, you gotta yeah, lean. Yeah, yeah. You gotta lean, and you gotta look through like little bullet holes in the wall to see people. Yeah, he did. He did. He did main a shotgun on attack, which is not something. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's, because, that's how you display dominance, right? Well, it was like funny because he was what do you want to say? Because he was playing as a, he was playing Sledge, so he's playing a character <laughs> that makes big holes with a hammer. Yeah. But he's like, I'm playing a gun that makes holes as well. Like it was just yeah. counterintuitive. <laughs> Well, he, he uses the gun for holes and uses the hammer for killing. For killing, yeah. It's like I, he he did get a kill. He killed somebody like at a window with his shotgun, which is pretty funny. <laughs> like that was the last thing they expected. Oh yeah, the last thing they expected was to get sledge shotgun. For sure, because I, mean, I was even asking Gilbert. I was like, Gilbert, why are you at that window? And you're like, the I'm dude, just doing my thing, man. <laughs> I was playing yesterday with uh, Tin and his friend. And his friend really wanted to play Rainbow Six, and I was like, yeah. I don't feel like it yelled at. Do you want to lose really bad? Because we could play Rainbow Six if you want to lose really bad. Yeah, you're like, it's a different animal. Hey, man, like, you can carry. Animal. Or he can carry. Carry. So that, that was it. That was all I wanted to say about Apex is they updated it. So solo queues might be better now. For, That's uh, good. Arena, That's a huge. Cause, yeah, because yeah, from what you were talking about, like. <clears throat> dealing with a rando the 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 cool thing about this new arena mode though is it's like it's drawn in people who never really played apex with me before you know like i would play apex all the time and i would always try to get my friends with me like oh let's play some apex and they're just like yeah i don't really feel like 
playing Apex. Yeah, I, they, I, they would I say that. they would, and then they just wouldn't play with me, you know. And it's like this arena mode has brought out like my old Halo team, who I used to play Halo with all the time. Like they're asking me to play like every day now, and so it's pretty sweet, you know, because I really enjoy I really enjoy Apex. Period. Like any mode of Apex, but um, this new mode has felt really like like the competitive feeling that I would get when I was playing Halo, you know, like yeah, yeah. at the, at the end of the match, when I just won V3, somebody, my heart is like, I told, yeah, I told, I told my friends like, I don't know, man, I think I'm getting too old for this. I better go take like an aspirin or something. Cause <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't know if my body can handle this much excitement anymore. It's just like, I guess like it's too much for me now. He's like, what are you like 24? I'm like, bro, I'm 30. I just turned 36. Like I can't. Oh, like, I'm hated. My heart can't be doing that. You can see my heart beating through my camera. You can see like, your veins are fucking throbbing. <laughs> yeah, I get that way in Siege when it's like, it's like you're like one v four, and you're just like, oh man, it's all on well, me. I'm the only pressure, person. Pressure left. goes on. Yeah. At that point, I just like lose my mind on it. I just like I, I might as well go out in a blaze of glory. Yeah, it's just like I'm taking somebody with me. <laughs> yeah. As long as I look like cool when I die. <laughs> everyone's gonna be on my screen I, like everyone's gonna be watching me yeah it's like as long as yeah it's just gotta make it look good no one I'm wants jumping. to get shot in the back when you're gonna be jumping person. out of windows diving at them and stuff like all right so next up we got the whole lot of modern horizon spoilers so first of all i think we all agree that the biggest news coming from modern horizon 2 is the squirrel tribal support going on oh Wrap the squirrel tribal support is great. Okay, squirrel yeah. tribal supporter for just a squirrel creation, tri- like tribal creation, because <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ is a lot of squirrels. Yeah, they, I think that's the they, important they, part. They really took the oh yeah, we're gonna give squirrels like more and just ran with it. They could have just called this Modern Horizon squirrels. It, it's like the Innistrad. It's like like Innistrad's doing like werewolves, like werewolves and vampires, right? And then Modern Horizons and squirrels. It's just squirrels, just like yeah. the good squirrels. They should just pick a pick a pick a the, the most group the every most time. dangerous creature according to Rick and Morty, right? Yeah, <laughs> you don't mess. Well, with squirrels. also, what is that? What is the meme? Fifteen squirrels is what it takes to take down Immercool. Yeah, yeah, that's all. Squirrels. That's all you need. Yeah. Apparently, all it takes to take down Immercool is just tapping it. But what do I know? <laughs> yeah, that also that also works. That, that's not yeah. About that. You know, watch our YouTube. You'll you'll watch, see. Watch, watch, watch our stream. We didn't watch actually stream that one. Oh, that's right. That's not the one. We you got to make it a video, oh, right? No, we got to put that in something because that was sad. <laughs> I think you guys understand. I didn't record it, so no. It's in the memory of your MTG. <laughs> no, that now it's just you destroyed. You got to destroy it, it now. Yeah, you, I forgot, you I forgot MTGO does that. Yeah, it saves the file, the video files. Yeah, you should look that because that one was that was tragic. You could, we could yeah. we could relive it and watch it again and be like, oh, watch right now. We were so sad. We were so happy. It could be a good way go. that we actually do these missed missed plays is just yeah. have the is that what you were talking about doing? Well, that's one option. Then I also just recorded them so I could screen share because you it's harder to like um, you don't get to see my hand and stuff as well like on the video replays. So it's like it's a little it was a little easier for me to do it just recording it. But yeah, so we have from Modern Horizons two a lot of interesting stuff has come out since oh, yeah. the, ori- the original article. And uh, one of them, really fun one, is they the coin flip card that was mentioned in the in things that we can expect. We got that the uh, fortune's flame. Uh, is it a usury? Is that what it is? I believe usury. 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 And it's um, I, I believe it's not 
great, if I remember correctly. It's just a point, point group card. Is it good? Yeah, so so I can read over it real quick. Yeah, it's a colorless, read? a red and a blue legendary creature, Efreet. And it's a 2-3 with flying. And whenever Usury attacks, choose a number between 1 and 5. Flip that many coins. For each flip you win, draw a card. For each flip you lose, Usury deals 2 damage to you. If you won five flips this way, you can cast spells from your hand this turn without paying their mana cost. <laughs> so you're just banking on winning. And they yeah. even actually released another coin flip card. So real oh, quick, just... let's go back real quick. Is this something that you have to do like back to back to back? Like, do you have to win five flips in a row? Or is it like when so it flips says, this time, next turn I win three flips, so now I could do the thing? How does that No, work? this way. It says if you win five, this way. So it has to be winning yeah. five flips from this card's activation. Card. Yeah. Yes. But this that time, like that specific it says, time. It says this way. Yeah, this way. So it's it, that means yeah, the, in magic triggers. terms, it means these triggers previously. So if you get extraordinarily lucky, against all probability, you can do that. Yes. Yes. But I know there's ways things... to alter it, but I'm talking yeah. about just in this set, like right now. Like, yeah, at this set right now, you just got to bank on getting real lucky. Because yeah. then you just get cards like Kark's, Kark's Thumb, you know, which yeah. lets you like flip multiple times. Yeah. And stuff so like in, in isolation, this card is not going to be probably very good in draft, right? I'm, I'm going to disagree with you. You think this is going to be good in draft? Just for the card draw. But I feel like you'll be able to take less of a chance of hitting yourself for 10 damage. I don't think you're going to pick five every turn. I, I, if I'm drafting this, I'm putting down a 2-3 flyer for three, and I'm picking one to two, depending on how desperate I am, every turn. I'm not, I'm not going for the five. I'm, the only time I'm going for the five is if I create like a commander deck and I have you know ways to ensure so the, that I'm getting that five. So the, thing that I, so the only reason I'll disagree with you on this is you have to pick you have to flip at least one coin. So yeah, if you're which at is fine two, with me. so if you're at two and you're attacking right well, for if... the win. So so here let me let me finish. so if you're attacking at your opponent for two, right? Who's also at two? Say you're at two and they're at two. You're attacking. You can lose this flip and lose the game, even though like, if if I'm at two and my opponent's at two. I'm Are you risking it? With this. Yeah, I'm not swinging. I, with I'm this risking creature. it. I'm 100 no, risking I'm it. I think creature. I think you're not playing the flavor of this card if you're not risking. It. <laughs> yeah. you're, not, the, you're, not you, risking you're at two life. You're swinging at him. He's at two life, and you choose you're, five because you go like, big or go home. Yeah, yeah you go to prove a point to the gods, that, that you are meant to win. Yeah, you're flipping a coin and saying this is for the gods to decide. Yeah, this isn't for us to decide anymore. There is actually another coin flip card. Oh, what's the other one they released? Because they hadn't released one up until I believe today. Yes, they actually just today got spoiled chance encounter for two colorless and red red so format in total for an enchantment and it's whenever you win a coin flip you put a luck counter on chance encounter at the beginning of your upkeep if chance encounter has 10 or more luck counters on it you win the game that's going in my coin flip commander deck yeah that's that's that looks like so it looks like they're supporting coin flipping and then the it looks like the what was it the keyword that they were saying was going to be getting support that hasn't since um time spiral i believe is what it what what they said originally that they, that was going to be the last support it saw was time spiral it looks like it might be storm because they have printed a couple of storm cards in here one one of which which is one of my favorite cards from this 
that's been revealed is let me find it here. It is the ooze progenitor. So oh, yeah, you you know AB. all of those um, bleach of the hollows that I sold for five bucks two weeks ago. Yeah, forty five bucks. Are they forty five dollars now? Forty five dollars now. Oh, dude, that hurts. That hurts. So, uh, so we got AV. I'm calling it AV. I'm calling it EV. This is EV. The progenitor ooze. It's a uh, three green and two colorless for a legendary creature ooze with storm. And then when you cast this spell, copy it for each spell cast before it this turn. These copies become tokens. So this is, I don't know, I think the last card that was a creature that had Storm on it was Stormcrow from the Unset. I believe was the last creature with Storm. I could be wrong on that. But so the, this card is not legendary if it's a token. It's printed on this card. So the tokens will, will live. And when it enters the battlefield, Put a 1-1 counter on it for each other ooze you control. So I don't think this will see the other tokens as oozes, but if you have other oozes already on the battlefield, each of these tokens will get counters on it for oozes other than this legendary ooze. So I think that's fun. Flits with the flavor of oozes, making multiple oozes. Wait, what do you mean he doesn't... I think I think they would, doesn't it would get see one. the other versions of itself. So I don't think it does because it says each other ooze, and each of these will say that. But but uh, the, like, the but it's still counting. It's supposed it's, to be. So is it not count? But so each one won't count itself. Yeah, but it'll getting, count all the other ones. When, but it will count all. That's an interesting way to phrase that. So instead yeah. of so if you have so if you storm this for five, which probably will never happen, but say you storm this for five, you get five copies of this, right? Yeah. So you get five copies. So each one would get four counters. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. Right. Sounds, Not sounds counters. Like they'll just get. They'll just get one. Or, oh no, no they, they get, get one more counters. Oh, get I one see. One yeah. counters. Yeah, they get one more counters. So yeah. for each other ooze. So if that counts, if that's how that works, that's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it'll be it'll be fun to see how people make a green storm ooze deck. Because <laughs> yeah. this is difficult because this is expensive. This is five. Yeah, well, well I mean, you just one... get things like Nyx Bloom Ancient and then all of the like super mana stuff. Yeah, or, or hear me out, you get a bunch of like really cheap shapeshifters and just and then yeah, just start dropping one one. <laughs> just, just, just. Well, we've gotten to see if you can make a lot of mana, right? You can do those creatures that like flicker themselves, that like bounce yeah. themselves back to hand. You can just keep playing a bunch of that and then play play the play your yeah. Theme. That's yeah, I mean, good. the That's other the, the so far the other storm card we've seen is actually an insurrection light, where it is uh, spreading insurrection for colorless and a red. Regain control of target creature you don't control until end of turn. Untap that creature. It gains haste until end of turn. Turn and then storm. So, so you can gain control of multiple creatures, which is fun. Yeah. So it's you know possibly worse an insurrection that would just give you everything automatically right but as the storm card so right so it's as, as high as you can get it for less mana than normal insurrection would be and then uh as, as, a, as a little introduction to probably the biggest thing in this which was uh the next storm card another storm card that was released was chatter storm which is a two cost common storm card that says create a one one green squirrel token so 
this is some squirrel support, obviously. Yeah. And uh, so I mean, it gives us gives gives you another way to get those squirrel tokens, right? Yeah. You you want to overrun. And I think this. I think some of the funnest things that might come out of this is storm decks in popper might come out, and, and you might see a green deck, like an elf deck. Like imagine an elf ball deck. Yeah. With with four chatter storms in it, and then just <laughs> bouncing elves. Yeah. And then you. That's you're, definitely definitely doable, right? Yeah. And I think that you could. I think that'll be a fun thing. This could be fun for Popper because this yeah. is a common. That's, well, that's we're, we we are definitely going to see squirrel commander decks happen because they did just release the squirrel a a real squirrel commander kind of kind of different than Toski. Or Toski wants you attack. It doesn't really focus on squirrels. We have Chatterfang Squirrel General now, for. Two, two and a green, three mana. Legendary creature, Squirrel Warrior for all your warrior decks as well. Forest Walk. If one or more tokens would be created under your control, those, toke those tokens plus that many 1-1 one, one green squirrel token creatures are created instead. And the next thing we have to do is just get our oh. um, playgroup to allow us to use the Earl of Squirrel in our decks. Dude, I, I, I mean, I would allow it. But don't forget, he actually has another ability too. Which is black and sacrifice X squirrels. Target creature gets plus X minus X until end of turn. So it does actually put them in Golgori colors. So it makes it a not, it's no longer a single color commander for it. It gives them a way to sacrifice a bunch of squirrels at once, any number for the one black. Dude, for, for, for draft, like we have the storm card, we have squirrel sovereign, which is just a lord. Yeah, we do have a squirrel lord now that doesn't kill itself. <laughs> other, squirrels squirrel get two, or other squirrels get one one. It only costs two for a two two squirrel. Dude, this is yep. going to be so fun. That's a blessing. Squirrel, squirrel mob. Green, green, and one colorless. It gets plus one, plus one for each other squirrel on the battlefield. So I love this card, but my only complaint is I really wanted this to have the rats treatment where you can have multiple the multiple of these. Of these? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was that, wanting. That, that I was hope. I'm hoping that there's a squirrel in here somewhere that, that that does that. Yeah. Because that that's kind of what when I first saw this, when I saw squirrel mob, the first thing I thought was this is gonna be a Back squirrel rats. that you can have multiple squirrels of. Yeah. And it yeah, was I love oh, its flavor text as well, is an army of squirrels is still an army. Yeah. <laughs> This will be the squirrel that, that can kill uh, uh, Emrakul. Oh, right yeah. Here. This is, yeah, this is them, the them just against, against each other. Did, did we talk about the cutest squirrel in the set? No. We have, we have not, not yet. This, this, the cutest squirrel in the set. Which well, we got to save that one until we get through the rest of the others. Yeah. It has to be the best. That, we got to say best squirrel for last. Well, it's best squirrel. So, so we also have Ravenous Squirrel, which is you sacrifice an artifact or creature, put a 1 1 counter on Ravenous Squirrel, and you could play, and it's a. Was this hybrid? Is it the yeah. is that the proper hybrid, term for? hybrid? Hybrid Golgari, so black green for one. You get a one-one squirrel, and it's whenever you sacrifice an artifact or a creature, put a one-one counter on this. And then it has hit one and then black and green. Sacrifice an artifact or creature, you gain one life and draw a card. So now we got card draw on a squirrel. Yeah. That's that's not bad. That's not a bad yeah. to see it. And then the support for this this card and Gilbert's squirrel that he wants to talk about the cutest squirrel in existence is squirrel sanctuary a one cost green enchantment that when it enters the battlefield it, you get to create a one one green squirrel token creature and whenever that's a, not all and that's whenever not. a and whenever a non-token 
creature you control dies, you may pay one if you do return Squirrel Sanctuary to its owner's hand. That's not the cutest squirrel. No, no, I said this is the support for the cutest squirrel because the cutest squirrel has a bit of text on it that makes it a little, little questionable. So Gilbert, if you want to talk about your favorite art so far in the set. Um, so the cutest squirrel in the set is, where did I go? So shiny. Hard is adorable. And it's just a squirrel holding a dragon ball. I don't, I don't really know. Is. I don't, I don't know what it like is, but it looks ball. like a dragon ball. It looks exactly like a dragon ball. <laughs> and it uh, costs one blue and two colorless. Enchant creature, when so shiny enters the battlefield, if you control a token, tap enchanted creature, then scry two. Enchanted creature doesn't untap during its controller's untap step. And it's a common. So And it's at common. Yeah, it's at common. So the, hey, so so that that's why if you if you're running <laughs> The three color squirrel deck that's uh, Sultai, yeah. the Sultai, Sultai squirrel, squirrels. Sultai squirrels deck. Dude, you have Solomgar would be a, proud. Solomgar would love this, and then you, so you, so you would, you would need to have a. The, I, the idea here is that this is the removal for a squirrel deck, yeah. and the idea is that you would have squirrel tokens. So you need to have a token for this to tap the creature down. Otherwise, it'll get one more activation yeah. before the untap. Um, stopping kicks in. So this yeah. wouldn't, on its own, unless you control a token, this would not on its own yeah. tap the creature down. Yeah, it feels weird that they're doing it into the Sultai. Because like I said, the other, the last two Squirrels support cards we got in this set that are new are are, are in the black. Right? So we got Drey Keeper. So green, black, and three colorless for an Elf Druid. 2-2. Two, two. And when Dray Keeper enters the battlefield, create two 1-1 one, one green squirrel creature tokens. And he has an activated ability where for three colorless and a black, squirrels you control get plus one plus zero and gain menace until end of turn. Gaining so now we have a way to good. create more and pump them up and make them harder to block. Huge pain, like just adding more power. And then we also got the Underworld Hermit for four colorless and black black. Human peasant for three three. Human when underworld hermit enters the battlefield, create a number of one one green squirrel creature tokens equal to your devotion to black. So they really have stretched out the squirrel world, <laughs> right? They they're putting it into black. They they want you to have some black in there. They have the so shiny, adding a little bit of wanting to do, uh, uh a little bit of blue at least during when you're playing in the set. So honest opinion. You know, I, I put a I put a meme out on on the Facebook page about squirrels being a tier two deck. But do you think that squirrels can be competitive? Like, do you think that these cards are going to make squirrels an actual deck? So these on their own, a tier two deck, maybe because this this archetype would have access in modern, right? Because we're talking about modern here. These are these. This is modern horizons. Yeah. Um, you have Aether Vial. Right, which I wouldn't be surprised to see an Aether Vial reprint in this. Like that seems on theme for what they're going for here with creatures. So if at some point there's an Aether Vial reprint, which is um, Stephen, if you want to pull up Aether Vial just real quick, or Gilbert, because I don't remember the, but it's a one cost. At the beginning um, of your upkeep, you may yeah. put a charge counter on Aether Vial. You may put a creature card with converted mana cost equal to the number of charge counters on Aether Vial from your hand into play. Yeah, for, and that's a tap ability. And so that's a one, one, one drop 
ability that enables you to cheat in um, creatures of higher level of higher um, mana values later. So this is what allows tribal decks like Merfolk, which also got some uh, one support card so far in this set. You get it allows creature decks like that to have a little more support. Humans, um, things like that. That was like it's like needed for those kind of decks to be able to keep up in modern. And so with a card that powerful. As long as you have lords, right, which for Squirrel Sovereign is a lord, you just need some decent one-drop squirrels, right? So Ravenous Squirrels so far is not bad, right? But it's going to definitely need some more support utility. You're going to want these creatures to probably do stuff when they enter the battlefield or have a higher impact. So right now, Tier 2 probably it could because Tier 2 is not like... It's not super, super powerful. You know, something like like Red Green Scape Shift might be like a tier two deck, tier 1.5, somewhere around there. So tier two, just like with support cards running fatal pushes and thought seizes and stuff like that, just alone could push a deck of yeah, just get two, in. of two colored, like green and black to the top. Right. Especially and then, we start to see some other lower drop good yeah, squirrels. Yeah, if you if you get some good body. squirrels, yeah, definitely. Like, but I, I don't think so, for example, something like um deep, deep forest hermit wouldn't be something which is another squirrel the five it's a five draw or it's not it's an elf druid but it brings in four squirrels right it's a i believe this is a reprint yes and uh so that it's the one that brings in four squirrels and is a lord but it's a five drop and that in modern is very very rough like that's a very yeah. high mana cost and vanishing isn't great you don't want to have to be paying or vanishing's okay because it's gonna you're gonna lose it but it's probably not gonna stick around for three turns anyways but even with something like aether vial support you still would have to get to turn six before you're able to like cheat this really in. do it yeah yeah and so so like you the the more impactful cards need to be a lower cost so and i think the other squirrel lord that we said this uh the squirrel general how many does he bring in he brings in Oh, if one or more tokens. So he doesn't even bring Yeah, so he doesn't even do it himself. So you need to be able to play him turn, like, earliest you're going to do it is turn three. That's already a little forward. And then to still make tokens after that. So, yeah. So, I I mean, like like, like I was saying, like, the creatures themselves so far from what we've seen wouldn't push it to a tier two deck, maybe tier three, tier four. But, like, there are, like you just need a couple of pretty powerful squirrels. Like Squirrel Sovereign on its own could just be in the deck because it it's a two two for two that other squirrels get bigger. And if you have a way to generate squirrels decently, um, you, it could happen. But I think you know it, it, it it's on the fence right now. But yeah. it could it could. It, it, I mean, it, it kind of becomes one of those jokes of I think they they made the joke on the last Modern Horizons that ended up being like Commander Horizons. Yeah. Right, it's like it ended up being a lot of these credit cards at like a, a premium price. Yeah, yeah, it's like you're paying a higher. Even price. though there were very important modern cards in Definitely. Modern Horizons, Definitely. right? Yeah, Definitely we got a reprint for one of them. Yeah. yeah, we got a reprint for one of them. Uh, giver is it gift givers? Giver of gifts? What's a uh, giver of runes? Like yeah, the, the the mother of runes reprint that also like, now protects from colorless. Yeah, that, that that protects colorless. So like. That was an important card for modern. That's something that they needed for their hate, like yeah. the their hate bears, their death and taxes decks needed that. Yeah, and so that we, was def- we have a, like patriarchs bidding is a new tribal card that's three black black. Each player chooses a creature type. Each player returns all creature cards a type chosen this way from the graveyards to the battlefield. Yeah, I mean that's something where I feel like that's also in that same zone, right? 
yeah. I feel like at five mana, they're still also not gonna. Like, yeah, five even, mana like, modern humans drop. isn't gonna do that. Yeah. <laughs> right, like yeah, and then plus with the printing of Plague Crafter, which is a three drop that automatically gives minus one minus ones to all creatures of a given type, like like that's oh, yeah. already run in a lot of modern sideboards, and that's pre-existing squirrel hate, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, and that that's killing tokens unless they're sovereigned up, you know. Like that needs to be, um, and then that's a static. So you kill the lord you know, your squirrels are dying. So it's, yeah. it's, it's going to be rough, but it, it could, you never, I wouldn't be, I would not be surprised if, if it <clears> just takes a couple good printings, like, cause we got a good Merfolk that got printed in this that'll, that'll probably see play in Merfolk decks, which is yeah, the, Isle, the Rashidan deckhand, which is a one drop, uh, one blue for a Merfolk one, two with Island walk that has an, a tap ability of pay one colorless, tap it, tap target land. Right, it's a Rashadin port on a on a Merfolk. So like something like this could see play because of what it allows you to do. Something against Tron, like being able to stifle out a Tron lands activation every turn, like that's pretty good. Like that's some that's not that's not a, an ability to ignore, you know. So something like that on a squirrel or in a powerful ability on a squirrel, you know, would be pretty cool. But that's new. Also, squirrels are new, so like squirrel sports new. So yeah, over ooh. the course of time you know, it might get better. Okay. So what other kind of significant cards do you think we, we've had yet shown so far? What do you guys think of Void Mirror? Void Mirror, is that the, is that the colorless? If it's colorless? So Void Mirror color is manner, two, it, yeah, so two colorless mana artifact. Whenever a player casts a spell, if no colored mana was spent to cast it, counter that spell. Right? I think we're making jokes that's actually at uh, the Arcane Lab. Shout out to Manny and all of them. Right, uh, we're making jokes that like Wizards was just making fun of Tron and then release yeah. this. <laughs> like it's yeah. like they know exactly what they were doing. Yeah, <laughs> right. And You're so like, it's like I think this stop this stops copies too, right? It just for any well, it's, yeah. it's anything that yeah. not anything that mana so anything free. that you don't spend mana on, this would counter that. So right? like a, this will stop a storm deck, also correct? Yes, and I think that's. Cool. Sort of, it it would, it would stop like Cascade, right? If you're doing Storm and doing things like Mana Morphos, right? Like, but it would stop the copies, Stephen. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying, yeah, like if you're if you're yeah. trying to storm off, you you can't storm yeah. off with this on. Oh the field. yeah, yeah, yeah. The actual storm cards yeah. themselves. And it's yeah. that it's it it that's I think that's what it's meant to be. Well, for for, Tron, for, I don't think is gonna suffer as much from this. I guess what's I like the language? They keep trying of to storm? stop Tron, and Tron's like that's cute, and they're still Tron. Hold on. What's the language of Storm, right? Of the idea of it being. Let's, let's double. Let's double check. Because it mentions it at cast. It stops it. I think you cast them. Hold on. Oh, oh wait, you might not cast them. Hold on. Yeah, it just as you cast the one, it's gonna put the. I oh think no! When you cast this spell, oh so for you cast yeah so if you would it would stop the original but it's copy it for each spell so they're just put on the stack. Yeah. So that one doesn't yeah. even stop storm. So that's dampening sphere stops storm. This is yeah. th- this is probably just for Tron, and I don't think that Tron's going to be um, uh, is really going to hurt from this too much. I feel like Tron's going to be cheating stuff out before this is even on the field because it's a three drop. If I remember correctly, right? it's a two drop. It's a two it's drop. A two. So, so so two drop does make it. I think more. That's a little. That's a little. That's a little better. That's probably why it's not a three drop. Yeah. But it's I I don't see it honestly. I feel like Tron is just so damn res- resilient that it's like yeah. they're just gonna start playing colored source more colored sources. Yeah, you, you put something. in a few, you, you have the, your fetch lands just to make sure to always yeah I, put something I, out. I don't think it's gonna be if, if you you there will definitely be people that 
play this and stop a Tron deck, right? That will happen. But there will also be people who play this and Tron will just get completely around this or Tron will destroy it, you know? Yeah. Just like there's people that, you know, put Emrakuls on the field and... You and know, you just, just still lose. Yeah. The opponent just taps it down and they don't care. Yeah. I mean, that's really something that, like, really big noobs have to do, right? Yeah. Only a noob would get excited about something like that. Like, yeah. Like, show and telling an Emrakul. But, <laughs> but we, we've had other fun cards be revealed that are kind of in the... We're in that reveal text of trying to figure out what this creature is going to be. So we had our Trample Over Planeswalker creature revealed yep. for 10 green green for a legendary dinosaur he's Cold a 7-7 seven, seven. it's thrasta tempest roar spell costs three less to cast for each other spell cast this turn trample trample over planeswalker and haste thrasta's tempest roar has hexproof as long as it enters the battlefield this turn so, so really they're, they're really trying to make it like it's gonna land and it's gonna hit something i i i really really am waiting for just the, the cheeky like what what um deck with like that runs um the mutagenic growth you know like, like oh yeah like this just runs like you know the the prowess deck that adds green to be able to play this because they could totally cheat this out you know yeah well really okay. three three spells and it becomes a three three yeah, right yeah. so th if you're doing three one drops into a three you know three mana spell boom. i wonder if somebody presented this and they're like hey guys Gitaxian probe isn't in modern anymore so we could totally do this <laughs> <laughs> but that that's fun i trample over planeswalkers is a new ability yeah. so yeah that, it's that's, funny that, that it's literally keyword as like trample over planeswalkers trample over planeswalkers is now a keyword so yeah that which is fun <clears throat> is that the 15 word keyword no 15 letter keyword no it's definitely more than 15 now we got to count them like a bunch of douches. A little more. Yeah, that's like 18. Wasn't it? Wasn't... Dude, plane cycling, I think, is only 13. I mean, we got a, we got a plane cycling. Yep, plane cycling. We got that timeless dragon. Dude, that dragon is sweet. Well, it's just the better version of what we used to have. Where there's like the eternal dragon. Or it's another white dragon with planes cycling, and it has something where you can return it to your hand. So this one is just a better way to actually get that. It's it's a three drop white white flying, plane cycling for two. So for two colorless, you're gonna discard the dragon. It's not, it's not a three drop. It's a five drop. Five drop, three colorless, two white, white white. For a five five, sorry. Plane cycling. So you pay two colorless, discard it. You get a planes to your hand, but it's busting out some uh, uh cat stuff, or it has eternalize for two colorless white white so actually for cheaper than its normal cost and you know it's five five so turn two you get a planes turn three you get a five five flying dragon well turn four four plane cycling brings it to your hand not to the battlefield right yeah so it, if just, you're it gives out, you the land drop yeah oh yeah. i see okay yeah but i mean that's still still a solid body still a solid way to get there make sure you hit your land drops and we did get a much needed reprint for, or yeah, reprint, yeah, would be the Force Negation is getting a, um, is back in this set, which is yeah. a, one in, of the in, more expensive cards from the first Modern really Horizons. Cabal Coppers. And Cabal Coppers. Through. 
That, oh, that extended article ball covers is sweet looking. It does look oh, yeah, good. it's beautiful. I really wonder if it's going to overtake the price of the old Cabal coffers now. Maybe. I'll, I'll see which one I trade in or out, right? <laughs> like, I got I to gotta have it. And so we also got big news is the first portable uh, Green Sun Zenith Bolt Planeswalker, which was uh, Grist, I believe is his name, right? Grist. Yes. Grist, the, the, the Hungry Tide, or the, the right? The, 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 the Hunger Tide. So Gilbert, I'm just calling it Gilbert because it looks like something that gets mad when it's hungry. Dude, I mean, it looks like it. <laughs> Dude, it's it's the so, hanger tide. Yeah, so it's a three-cost planeswalker, Golgari colors, uh, green, black, and colorless for a planes legendary planeswalker, Grist, that has, as long as Grist isn't on the battlefield, it's a 1-1 one, one insect creature in addition to its other types. So that is a courtable creature for three, right? And you get a walker on the battlefield. And uh, let me let me click. Is a bit too small to read here. So his plus one is create a one one black and green insect creature token. Then mill a card. If an insect creature, if an insect card was milled this way, put a loyalty counter on Grist and repeat this process. So one, okay. that's also one of the things that was put on that article of things we're going to see is milling an insect. Yep. So that's it's milling an insect, and it's his minus two. Or they're minus two, uh, when it, because he's an insect. Or they are an insect. Uh, you, you're. Yeah, so you may sacrifice a creature. When you do, destroy target creature planeswalker. That's a pretty good ability. Oh Not yeah. Not bad. Not bad. And then his minus five. Each opponent loses life equal to the number of creature cards in your graveyard. That one's pretty good. So, I'd say that's that's. He's not too powerful, but this is going to be a like. But you were telling me earlier that he's going to be able to be your commander because he's a creature when in the command zone, in addition. And you just, this minus ability is great in commander. Each opponent loses life equal to the number of creature cards in your graveyard. So if you just have a graveyard-based creature onslaught, you're just Uh, hitting everybody for... Dredge is very popular. Yeah. Right, very easy to get to. They said it, it, it can be tutored as a creature because of yep. its tagline. Only thing I wonder for, I, I don't know for sure for its rules, right, of what happens when it gets attacked. Right? And can that, does that mean it can also be destroyed? Well, like when or not on the battlefield. So, he, what, so oh, when he's on oh. the battlefield, he's a walker. Right? He's just a walker. Yeah. So, oh, so, so if, you mill, if you mill an extra, like let's say in the idea of modern, Right, you yeah. have multiples, right? So if you mill itself, you know it still counts as it, it counts yeah. for the ability. Yes. Oh, so, that's cool. Yeah. So also, th- this makes it a little fun because which because there's there's a discard card that hits creatures but not planeswalkers, so that discard card would be able to hit him because in your hand it's a creature. Yeah. So that 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 does add for some fun interactions. Anything that strips a creature from the hand, um. Or when he's in your graveyard, he counts as a creature. So this, um, the only thing I'm wondering is he's also an insect creature. So since he's an insect creature, does he count for creature and planeswalker when in the graveyard? So Tarmogoyf would count him twice. I believe so, because it says in so, addition. Yeah, so, addition he would, so, so that, that, that's some interactions that it, do that will also count, will count him. So... That's just that's a fun change on the rule text for planeswalkers. It's the first time that they've done something like this for walkers. 
So that's pretty fun. So he's going to totally be courtable. Yeah. You're going to you're going to run into some decks that are courting this guy for sure. Yeah. Not green suns anything in modern, but definitely in commander you're going to be. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely want to talk. I have a couple to go through really quickly. Go ahead. You know, don't have to say too much because they they are just one of those like plain very strong cards. Is that we have profane tutor, mm-hmm. which is suspend two for a colorless and a black, or generic mana and a black. Search your library for a card, put that card into your hand, then shuffle. It's a it's demonic tutor. It's a suspend demonic tutor. Mm-hmm. So another easy card. It'll probably be it's it's on normal rarity, so it's on normal rare. So it probably is not gonna. Well, I mean, we'll see, but it's it's not as powerful as a demonic tutor, of course, right? But I think it's an easy add for a lot it, of decks it, really looking for that extra. Yeah, and I feel like this will be your budget demonic tutor. Yeah. Right. In 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 the space, like this will be the cheaper than demonic if you yeah. can't afford a I demonic really hope or so. vampiric. I, I only hope that worry because of you know the trends of Modern Horizon printing and all that. Right? Oh yeah, that's gonna is be this low one print. just gonna end up shooting up while being worse because its availability is so low. I hope not, but it probably yeah. will. So. But then it comes to the other very powerful card, uh unmarked grave. Search your library for a non-legendary card, put that card into your library, then shuffle. Into your graveyard, then shuffle. Yeah, into your graveyard, yeah. yeah. Then shuffle. So it's it's a worse into, right? It's not instant, it's cost one more, and it's non-legendary. You can't just grab anything. But still useful. Yep. Right. Still used for anything that's doing graveyard shenanigans. Mirror, you know, there's, mirror, there's, there's easy there's, combo there's, wins, right? Yep. This is great for Get Rog, the Get Good yep. Monster, right? There's so many easy cards that just, you know, need a specific piece in the graveyard. This is another way to get it in. It's yep. no it's longer an, another, just like another one of that effect, which you yeah. definitely need. And then we have other plain cards. We have Sword of Hearth and Home. We're continuing the cycle. Bro, every time they make one of these new swords, I think they have already made all the color combinations. Yeah. And I'm I like, believe now there's only one left. Which I one's think left? I, I literally thought we already had all the colors. And then there's like two more. We're going to prove set. you wrong again. The art, the art is <laughs> I'm not, on the I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, like, what is it? Because I'm, I'm legitimately curious. All right. All right. Quiet. Let me read Hearth and Home. So we got Sword of Hearth and Home, three drop, sword, artifact equipment. Right. Equipped creature gets plus two, plus two, and has protection from green and from white. Right. Whenever equipped creature deals combat damage to a player, exile one target creature you own, then search your library for a basic land card, period. Put both cards on the battlefield under your control, then shuffle. Equip two. So this is a flicker and a... The way they word that is so weird. I read it yeah. like five times, and I'm like, wait, am yeah, I just yeah. flickering it's, it's my basically... creature? basically... Cloud shift and rampant growth together yes. is, it's, is it's what is cloud, being a, like said yes. to be right. That's and exactly it feels weird that that's the the green white one. I guess this falls into the unicorn commander from Jumpstart that does like flickering effects. Yeah, you know, like make things flicker. Uh, it's I, the fact that, that you get to flicker <laughs> up to one thing right means you don't have to. So if you only have one creature and the sword out, you don't gotta like. You don't do gotta it flicker the thing it. and put the sword is equipped yeah. to, which is good. Yes. I mean, it puts it in a weird zone that um, sword of the animist is cheaper, a plus one plus one, and gets you a land. So for pure ramp wise, that ends up being like quicker and better, right? You want and the lands. I think but I really think you gotta view all that stuff as like bonus. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah, this is having the ability to flicker your, and get yeah. that abilities on ETB effects are huge. Yeah. Right. And, I think it's the bigger part. And the protection 
from white and green, I think is very significant. Right? I think that's what these swords are really the point of the yeah. swords are is to give something protection from a two color combat, two color color combination and give a creature plus plus two plus two like and then the abilities are just kind of like oh in addition here's something that's like good but not necessarily something you care about most people just play these swords because they offer protection from certain colors yeah you know and um i think the the cool thing about this is i don't think if i remember correctly with cloud ship it's just flicker creature this actually you if you control your opponent's creature you could flicker those creatures a lot of flicker effects you will lose control of the creature because oh, it returns yeah. to their owners this is who yeah. controls it so yeah. if you control it it remains under your control which is which is pretty good yeah That's but just before i want to let i, I just want to you know once again blow gilbert's mind that we're oh. missing actually two swords still oh Okay, what color combinations? We're missing Gruel, the red green. Ooh, that'll be a fun one. And we're missing Dimmer. Ooh, what would Ooh. the Dimmer sword be? A mill sword? Kind of That's a mill sword. We already have a mill sword. Simic. A mill sword? Simic is a mill sword. Yeah, body of you mind. mill twenty or like mill ten and make a wolf, right? That might arguably be the worst sword around. What? For yeah, limited, it it's the best. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's for limited, limited, right? You're playing in like a cube. It's like a really good cube card. But Gilbert, no one talks about limited when they say card like yeah cards. we're like oh let's look at how this card is well limited yeah. oh here here's protection from two color card combinations that don't really matter thank <laughs> you it's like oh it protects you from blue. like this one you, even, like, you, you know what you guys sound like haters bunch of haters yeah yeah well but, this pr- is the suit where, where the hearth the the this white green one is being kind of considered in like the top three top four cards right now because, because it gets around green creatures which is yeah great. green creatures the protection from paths Slash swords and and the the flicker effect kind of allows you to do crazy things, right? I think the land. I think you can't think of it as your super ramp card. It, it you need five mana That's, to do it and you're, then attack. You're, you're you're wanting the flicker and you're getting yeah. the land as a bonus. Bonus, yeah. Like yeah. you got to think of it as just bonus. It's just it's half card advantage and flickering your mold drifter that this is equipped to that's, yeah that's what, that's what this is and, and then, it's, I, I like it and the art is cool the extended art is cool it's, it's oh it's yeah they, they, they definitely tree. look look beautiful look and now for last but not least i think the most wild card we've seen and then we'll have an honorable mention afterwards that's a that's a big we have Steven. garth one eye i want to i want to know what these tokens are going to look like they have said there's going to be no... Bl- so so let me read it, and then we'll, we'll let everyone know. So it's white, blue, black, red, and green. For a legendary creature, a human wizard, he's a 5-5. Five, five. You get to choose a card name. So it's ta- it has an ability, activated ability. You tap it, and you choose a card name that hasn't been chosen from among disenchant, which is normally one white, one in a white to destroy target... Uh, enchantment or artifact a brain geyser which i believe is blue blue x to draw x amount of cards target player draws x target player draws x amount of cards right a terror which i don't remember the mana cost but that one is i believe it's black black two black black two and it destroys non-artifact non-black creature no black one black one oh even better for terror and then, you know, out of red, they're doing all these spells, right? But for red, they choose... You can make a Shivan Dragon. 
<laughs> uh, you know, and I, I wonder if Sal has to now get this card, you know, because uh, it has Shivan dragons. Yeah, yeah, you know, has a you know a friend of ours from the shop so who has I, a collection of Shivan dragons, right? Yeah, I don't know the lore, but is this does this guy like is Shivan dragon like this guy's dragon? Is that yeah, why? like what, like, what is up with that? Why isn't it just yeah. like lightning bolt? <laughs> I have, <laughs> I have, I have to. I have the book that he's from. I actually want to read it. It was the one that I actually wanted to do for for the Reads podcast, but um, oh, but it's not really available. It's not in print anymore. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, it's like fifty bucks something for a copy of it. Oh yeah. man! Yeah. So then we have the green spell he can do, and he can do regrowth. Regrowth. Yeah. Two. That's a green and a green and a colorless for return target card from your graveyard to your hand or to the top of your library. Top of your library, right? Uh, to your is hand. That, to, your hand. to your hands. Okay. To our hand, right? And then last but not least, you you can also make a black lotus. <clears throat> so so black lotus ha- it now exists Charming. in modern. Charming. I thought my mic was off. Gilbert's gonna keep that I'm sound sorry, bit. Sorry, not everybody owns a black lotus, Gilbert. No, <laughs> yeah, that's a big yeah Gilbert. Can, I'm gonna, can I'm gonna use my real black bit. lotus quote. I'm gonna right use now. my real black lotus as a as my token. Yeah, well, so that's one actually. So this card allows you to do a black lotus. You create a copy of the card with the chosen name. You may cast the copy. You still have to pay its cost. So for all of these, you tap it and it gives you the ability to cast it right there, and you'll create a copy of that card. So you create a copy of Black Lotus, which they actually said they are not making an actually token card for it. Oh, that sucks. It, no, because well, it'll well, be expensive. The, yes, that is actually mm-hmm. the the worry they had, or people have been talking about, is that those Black Lotus tokens would then become basically like a, yeah, basically a surrogate like Black Lotus, and people would be buying those up, and it would become like a, just a crazy one hundred percent, one hundred percent that would happen. Hundred dollar token. Yeah, for sure. So so now they're just going without it. So this is Gardor, it, it is a way kind of around the reserve list of they 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 made a way to finally break the game and play Shiv and Dragon. I mean uh Black Lotus. Clever. clever yeah. I dig it. Yeah. I, I mean fun. so there's already like uh uh people people in the EDH meta rooms, you know. Like I said, there's gonna be nothing of like super powerful like there's not gonna be something extreme but they have found that like ways you could make infinite black lotus tokens already Mm -hmm. (laughs) right you have a way to flicker it and have haste right the black lotus can just make give you the mana to keep flickering it and keep making more black lotuses i mean i can't wait there to sit at a table while this while somebody makes infinite black lotus tokens that'd be super fun and then not have a way to kill anybody (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm waiting for that too just uh, alter the brood. Just make a bunch of black lotus tokens. Because oh, right, it's going to end on the battle. It's an it's a token entering the battlefield. So just yeah, kill somebody with a uh, alter the brood. Yeah, you just sat and do something where you just sack artifacts and kill people with it. Yeah, we got options. You got options in there. People are going to people are going to go black lotus crazy. So let's see let's see what they come up with. Yeah, I think. Did we talk about the sword of truth and justice yet? Well, that's already a card that's been that's a that's a reprint, bro. Oh, that's a reprint from first Modern Horizon. I always thought that these Modern Horizons sets were like cards that weren't printed in Modern already. 
Well, that one you can see the so so if you're looking at previews, if you guys are looking it up, it has the old. Starting to also see old print borders. Yeah. So basically, all of the cards in Modern Horizons are new to modern, or reprints that weren't modern before. You know, or are reprints like counter modern needs that that modern needs. Yeah. No, I think the whole point of Modern Horizons is there's literally no reprints, right? The only. The only way they reprints. the only way they got around that is the ones that have these old borders are the ones that are like older cards. That's just a reprints. That's what and I'm saying. But, but they're getting the old border treatment. So these but cards that's that have in the addition, old... that's it. They're doing that now because Time Spire was so popular, right? No, but if you look at all of these cards that were in Modern before, they all have the old border printing on them. And there's oh, only like the, forty of them. It's not the whole set. There's only like Chat, Chatter, Chatter, Chatterstorm has it, and it's not a. It's, it's yeah. A, it's so, a, it's so, new, right? looks, so some of these cards, some of these new cards, are getting that order border treatment. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying is the ones that were reprinted from Modern before, they all are going to have the old border printing because that's how they got around the. That's what Modern Horizons was: was new cards slash old cards that weren't Modern before, but are reprinted. Yeah, modern Horizons has like a stack of different types of printings in it. Right. Yeah. Besides regular printing to extended arts to old borders to some of the like sketch art. I think that's things. just gonna be I hope I hope it's not, but I think that's just gonna be the norm from here on out. We're just oh, yeah. gonna have like, five pr- five different printings of each mythic, you know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. Yep. And I'm not I'm not really on board with it. I think it's a phase that magic is going through right now because I think that's what we want, but I think yeah. it's gonna like it's gonna like water down prices of singles so bad. I, I don't think it's going to be good for like it's definitely not going to be good for a secondary market because yeah. like the only one that's super expensive are the old border foils you know yeah <clears throat> which is is good for like people trying to get into modern right because modern's an expensive format to jump into so it's like that that's good that it helps control card prices like don't, it, i wonder how much it actually is going but to it but i don't think it, it controls it as much as yeah. like as it I, should I think, yeah. I think we're not going to have a big enough printing. Well, that and they're removing, you know, traditional draft boosters, right? Yeah. So well, they still have it for this. Yeah, but like they're still, eventually, they're still going to be regular long term. Yeah, long term, they're planning on yeah. getting rid of the traditional draft boosters, and so that kind of sucks because that's where you're just going to get the basic, mm-hmm. you know, run of the mill magic printings, none of the special stuff or anything like that. Yeah, and that's the stuff that the game needs more of. Right, we don't need more of the special printings. We need more of the traditional printing. So it's like you should be printing more of the original print. So like my issue, my thing is that for every one of the altered, right? So the old border, the extended border, the Dungeons and Dragons style, or whatever else they're yeah. doing with this one, you know, for every one card that's printed like that there's five of the normal printing that would be fine right so we keep the prices where they need to be but it's not it's it seems like it's almost really close to like maybe two to they all have their different like percentages and everything yeah and it's like and it feels pretty wild yeah and it feels like that's a cash grab which is unfortunate like you know the wizards needs to make money but you know you're not going to make money if no one plays your game because the only available printings of a card are the $60 old border version because everybody's bought up all the other ones. You know yeah. I mean? that, 
that's the hard part about it, right? It's like Modern Horizons in the first one, great, had great cards. Mm -hmm. Became such a pain and so expensive. Ren Sticks yeah. was like $70 already from the beginning. Yeah. And then went, uh, you know, it's fluctuated, but like. And that's just because it was also usable in other formats. Yeah. And yeah. that it's, it's, we get, like, I get it because I remember Modern Masters and Modern Masters helped Modern a lot. Right, you know, it yeah. dropped certain prices, others it didn't. But um, I really hope that they uh, that this helps control the prices of stuff because it'll be good for the format. I want people to play modern. I love modern. It's probably my favorite yeah. format, and so, so I hope they get more people in modern. So last thing I believe you had an honorable mention. Oh yeah, my favorite card. I absolutely love this card. So it is. Steel Camel. It is a three-drop <laughs> colorless artifact creature camel, and it enters the battlefield with two 1-1 one, one counters on it. And it has another ability, three abilities total. Steel Camel doesn't untap during your untap step as long as it has a plus one, plus one counter on it. And then at the <laughs> beginning of your upkeep, you move a, you may move, you may you don't have to move. You may move it. You may move a 1-1 one, one counter from Steel Camel to target creature, and it's a 2-2. Two, two. Love this. And it is my favorite thing about this card. It is an uncommon. And part of me thinks that it's because uncommons have that little metal, like that steel style yeah. like emblem. I feel like they did that. It's like a cheeky little, uh, it's got a, it's just, got a just little specifically make it match. Yeah. Like not for any other reason. Like this is, so. isn't too powerful for a common. This, 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 this card would warp poppers, Stephen. This, this <laughs> you know, it's one of the crazy things I always have to think about. Right. Cause I do really enjoy popper. Right? Popper, yeah. popper has some wild cards in it. Oh, right. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, sometimes popper can be wild. Yeah. You, right. Some things you wouldn't see coming. Popper yeah. Just like, and and it's like yeah and it's like i forget that like every set i also have to double check and be like oh yeah these commons and then i go like oh wait common? a second like oh, what was things it. printed in like yeah, <laughs> like yeah. i have to double check like fall from favor back from commander legends saw that i was like an instant like i think everyone who was in popper saw it and went like oh yeah oh, right away because like, monarch is good. huge in popper it being yeah. able to take monarch from someone else like that's it's huge in popper and so this card is this card is just i love the flavor the flavor for this card is really fun it it's packed down and once it's free then it can start doing its thing yeah right it gives counters to other things like that's funny like i know i'm gonna like i'm gonna snap draft yeah and draft these things in every yeah. day every deck i play it's like oh there's, there's a steel camel i'm taking that do <laughs> you have that steel camel deck. let's that. go i was like I'm, and I'm gonna be moving my counters from steel camel to steel camel so it's never gonna you're gonna super weigh <laughs> yeah, one camel. Super weigh one camel to go all <laughs> yeah. So this this watch watch out for your steel camels. Uh, th this card is gonna be worth a lot. And I just sad. I'm sad there's no flavor text for this card that, yeah. that has some kind of camel related joke on it because this card yeah. desperately needs it. But this is the yeah, this is just super fun. I yeah, I love this card. card of the set. I saw yeah, this and I was like, this is my favorite card of the set. Right yeah, now, probably listening, we didn't go over every spoiler, of course. Yeah. You know, there's there's so much more. We're trying to try to pick out which are the most significant. We got some like our our first bad mythic being shown. Like we don't need to go over everything. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so for people that don't know bad mythic, we'll just go over that real quick. So people yeah, just to give an example. Yeah. So grief is our bad mythic, 
uh, four drop. I hope I'm wrong. That'd be really funny if I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong on this. There's a four drop creature, elemental incarnation, which I think was one of the key things in the article was there'd be an elemental incarnation. And it has menace and it's a three, two. And when it enters the battlefield, target opponent reveals their hand and you choose a non-land card from it and they discard that card. So it's a thought seize without you losing two life. And it has evoke, right? And its evoke cost is to, to not get rid of it, to keep it on the battlefield, is exile a black card from your hand, right? So this card isn't a great removal, isn't a great duress or thought seize because it costs four, right? It's not well, cheap. Well, with evoke, you would pay by exiling the yes. card in hand. Yeah. So, yeah. In, so for people that don't know, what evoke does is it creature enters the battlefield, you pay for it, comes on the battlefield, and it has evoke, goes on the stack, right? If you don't pay the evoke cost, you sack the creature, right? But it still will get the enter the battlefield effect because it has entered the battlefield. So as a standalone four drop discard card, not very good. So right? evoke is you pay is an alternative cost. Yeah. So instead of paying four, you exile black card from hand to play it. Oh, okay, got it. But then it will sacrifice itself after yes. after entering so you're not going to want to pay you're not going to want to lose that black card like that's what i was yeah. telling you earlier if yeah. this was two graveyard it would be great because you yeah. cheated in with the um uh what is it now it's now it's not eight rack anymore i think it's 12 rack now because i think there's they printed another rack recently but it's eight rack is going to be not wanting this because you have to exile a car, a black card. So you're you're losing a discard card for this effect. And I can't imagine who's going to play this card. Like yeah, even I, in, I, even in draft, I'm waiting for Gilbert to try to justify this in limited. Gilbert, justify this in limited for us. Give me a reason that this card is good. I can't see it. Oh, good grief! I was wrong. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Uh, was it peppermint patty? I've been sufficiently peppermint patty. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so I guess, yeah, with the, uh, I think my misunderstanding was of, with Evoke in general. Because I, I remember, I, I don't know why I remember, like, I play Moldrifter in Popper. I don't remember why I thought that you had to pay the cost in addition to paying oh, no. its ma main mana cost. But yeah, so with uh, Ephemerate, which was in Modern Horizons 1, yeah. which is the Cloud Shift for one white. Which also is just got a reprint with the mystical archives too. Yeah. Yeah. So you could flick and could, rebound. Yeah, you could. Yeah, it has rebound. So it, it, you flicker something, turn. You flicker this, right? You flicker uh, grief. You get two cards. Turn one, and then turn two. You get another card. And I guess the idea is, is like if you have more ephemerates, you know. Yeah, you can keep flickering. You can keep, keep flickering it if you and want. So to. the sword, I mean, the sword once flickers you see it their too. hand. You can kind of yeah. make that choice. You right? make that choice if you need to or not. Yeah, and so yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe this. Like, I don't think. Like, I feel like if that's the route you're going, you're already just a blink deck. So this would be like good support in a blink deck, right? It would be good to have in a in a deck that's focused around blinking. You know, like because you'd want to, you wouldn't want your only thing that you blink to be this card. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. So I don't know if it'll break modern, but there'll definitely be somebody that makes an annoying ass blink deck. Oh yeah, it's just gonna be part of the yeah. control. Yeah, and there's supposed to be an evoke cycle too. So from what I from what the talk is, is that you're yeah, they're, they're actually they actually showed a blue one already. Yeah. 
So, oh, there's a blue evoke. What's the blue evoke one? So, so the blue evoke. There you go. I got it. Got it. So, uncut. No, no, there actually is the blue evoke. He's like, don't say that because he's leaving it in there. Like, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tempt him at each one. He's going to make yeah. me think. Oh, is this where Here I'm supposed go. to cut? I'm literally going to cut out you saying uncut and put it before everything that you say. <laughs> Every time Steven speaks, it's just going to be like uncut and he's going to say something. And then you have like a little scissor sound. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, that'd be good. All right. But there, there's the, the blue evoke creature is subtlety. So its mana cost is similar at the two colorless blue blue elemental incarnation. It's a 3-3 with flash and flying. And when Zulti enters the battlefield, choose up to one target creature spell or planeswalker spell. Its owner puts it on the top or bottom of their library. Evoke, exile a blue card from your hand. That one's pretty good. I like that one. Yeah, it's an interesting... It's yeah, it's a, an interesting... Putting it to the like, I don't, I don't, I wonder what people are doing to put it on the bottom, <laughs> right? Like, I guess depending on what card it was, yeah, but no, I, no it looks like the, the, the owner has the choice. Its owner puts it on the bottom. I guess it's like, oh, hmm. like if I still need this, yeah, put it on top, or or if you like the card on top is more important for you because yeah. like you know you have to answer something they have and you just played something really good. Good grief, grief is good. Yeah, we're all gonna be grieving over our lawn. <laughs> that's what that's what happens when you don't read and know how know the rules and how evoke works. Well, th this is the thing, right? You know, like I said, Frank Lepore is the opinion of a professional, right? We're, we're the professional. We're the opinions of the layman. <laughs> uh, yeah, Frank Lepore, fan of the podcast. If you ever listen to it, I'm sure he would he would not like us. He's a very close <laughs> friend. <laughs> he's one of Gilbert's close personal friends. So he's yeah. like he's like my best friend. Yeah, if you if it wouldn't be it wouldn't be me or Steven or anybody else Gilbert knows it would be Steven. yeah no no for sure all in Frank to, to Frank Lepore's great surprise <laughs> yeah <laughs> just don't tell Frank it'll be kind of weird. <laughs> He'd be yeah very uncomfortable with it hey have you guys seen this uh young net young necromancer card yes is that the it looks like young Lily Liliana yeah but it's not it's not BS. Nope. Watch, I'll, I'll prove it right now. I'm gonna prove it to you. Are you gonna show the young Lily from like the uh, the no. Planeswalker Lily? I'll is, show it, you. is it young Onyx? <laughs> There's no way they're the same people. There, there is one thing on that card that makes me know that it's not young Lily. It's, it's her headdress, right? Nope. What is this? That's not it either. I mean, that's that's probably a something that. That she doesn't have it, the headdress. I'm sending you guys a link right now. I want you to click on it and tell me what you see. What's her necklace? That hasn't even loaded for me yet. For That's me. Lily. So this is like this is like a Lily fangirl, right? Or fanboy? Yeah. Yeah, because that's a that's a necklace of Liliana. So she's wearing a necklace of adult Lily on her, and she's like, "Look, I'm Lily," and she like dresses like Lily, and she's walking around in a graveyard with a That's bunch of black hats. I know. I think it's cool. Yeah, so when young Necromancer enters the battlefield, you may exile two cards from your graveyard, and it's a creature of three, a two, three, four, five, one black, four colorless. And when you do exile two cards from your graveyard, uh, return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. That's not, so a, ter that's not a terrible, that's not a terrible card. That's pretty good in draft. Like, I'm yeah, sure it's good, it's good in limited. Yeah. 
All right, and now for our Magic Stonks update. Stonks. Stonks. So this week, we're actually going to be taking a pause. So with all these spoilers happening, you know, it's causing everything to get a little crazy. So we're going to wait for more spoilers to release and kind of wait for markets to calm down a little bit, kind of see where the real trends are going. Then we'll be able to return to our normal updates there. Now that'll be it for today. Thank you everybody for joining us for the first ever Team Ramos podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Real Team Ramos and our Twitch at The Real Team Ramos. The YouTubes. Where we'll be playing games, we'll be doing some magic, we'll be doing some Apex, we'll be, you know, going over some of our other plays. So thank you all for joining us. Catch you all next time. Bye. Bye. You've literally said peace out every single time we've done it. <laughs> and he changed it. He changed it. Jeez. Peace out. <laughs>